Welcome to Metropolitan Weddings. I'm Meg. I'm Dawn. And we are here to educate couples with information from wedding professionals in the industry. Our goal is to make the wedding planning process as seamless as possible by providing you with insight from industry professionals. Okay, couples, let's get this party started. (laughs) I'm not sure. Tell my dog what to do. (laughs) Worry about your own dog. (laughs) He's like, I'm trying. (laughs) You know, the one that was jumping the fence yesterday that you've been out there in between podcasts trying to fix the fence. Yeah, you worry about that one. Mine just snores. <laughs> Can we talk to Amy? Let's do oh, it. Oh yeah, okay. let's talk to Amy. Okay, fine. <laughs> Hello everyone. We are here today with Amy. Amy, would you like to introduce yourself and your business? Um, sure. Hi, I'm Amy. Amy S. Wallace Ceremonies and Coaching. I am the lead officiant and relationship premarital coach. And yeah, that's who I am. And that's what my business is. When you say coaching, is do you stand on the sidelines after the marriage and like yell out uh, plays for the couple? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> okay, good. Um, no. Um, when I say coaching, I'm talking about relationship coaching. So it's different than counseling. I don't. I also don't sit on in my chair while a couple sits on the couch and talks about all the ways they aren't working out. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not to say I'm not interested in that, but that's not what I do at all. I love to work with couples that are like, Hey, we're really good. And we're choosing to get married, but we're also aware that there's going to be things that come up. And so we would like to have a really great skill set so that when those things do come up, we know how to stay connected in tough times. We know how to communicate effectively so that we're both seen and heard in those situations. And we know how to keep the intimacy alive in a world of technology where people are stuck in their phones and have a hard time with that human interaction and constant connection. So those are the main things that I work on with relationship and premarital coaching with couples is to kind of just give them a new um skill set or toolbox, if you will, that they can go back to anytime that they're starting to feel rocky ground. I like that. That's good. So how Me far, too. yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet the couples do also. <laughs> so how far in advance do you start working with a couple? Like I'm, I'm a, do they reach out to you primarily for coaching or for the officiant or some of each? And then. Um, I have a good mix of each. So I have some couples that are already married or have no intention of getting married or, but that will still do my program because they are in committed relationships. Um, and then I have some couples that just are looking for an officiant and have no interest in any type of coaching or anything like that. I work with a lot of those. And then I work with a lot of couples that want both. And it's really cool when I can do both because we will do the coaching, um, prior to the wedding which is really beneficial also because, as you all know, planning a wedding can be very stressful. And most couples work full-time jobs. And planning a wedding is another full-time job. So it's really easy to get kind of disconnected and lost through that process. So it's a lot of fun to carve out that hour a week or whatever it is and really focus on each other through that process. That has nothing to do with wedding planning. They get to talk about something other than their flowers or whatever. Yeah. 
So they could talk about each yeah. other in their future. So yeah. you, about an hour a week, you said for the coaching. Um. Yeah, that's typically it. Like I, I do nine week sessions mostly, and we do those. I don't know six months before the wedding, or I. I really don't want to do it in the last two months because even if they're sitting there, they're not present because it's, you know, it's go time in that space. So we want to do it as far, not too far out, but far out enough that they actually get the benefit from it. So when they are in that like really crazy, Oh my gosh, time for the wedding. And this is all nuts. And I forgot about 7,000 things. (laughs) Then they have those tools to use to stay connected with each other. Right. They've already got the tools. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you do this? Like, is it an individual session or do you do it like with multiple couples at the same time? Um, so interesting question. Usually it's just the, the two couples and myself and I do it a lot of times on zoom. I was doing it in person before COVID, but when COVID happened, everything went to zoom and it, it's really cool. Cause I'll have couples from out of state come, to this area to get married, but I can still do coaching with them. You know, even if they're in Kansas and they're getting married, you know, here locally, I can still coach them um, via Zoom. So that's cool. I also have just started this year um, adding workshops to my list of offerings so that in lieu of the nine weeks of coaching, we can do a weekend workshop where there are other couples there. Um, it's not as one-on-one with those couples, but it's also not spread out. So we can do it. I've done, uh, we've done one this year, which was really great. Um, it was four and a half hours and we had about three couples there and it was just, they're really beautiful. So my plan is to add more of those opportunities, um, starting this year. So I'm pretty excited about that. I love it that they're, you know, each couple probably has their own idea of what makes more sense for them, both time-wise and then kind of socially. Like some couples might rather have that one-on-one attention and in privacy, and then others might feel more welcoming to do it, like where they're not on the spotlight all the time. There's multiple people that you're talking to at once or, you know what I mean? So I like it that there's yeah. kind of options to do either way. I think the workshop's really it's cool too. It's kind of a unique the workshops are great, but not everybody wants to do. I mean, there are private moments that feel very private, but if you look to your left, there's another couple having that same private moment. And not everybody likes that, you know? So I'm I'm sure I'll do more of the one-on-one still, but I want to be able to add the workshops. You know, there's it's, it's just a little more fun. Well, you know, or, and then you've got you know, other, people, other people who are going through the whole wedding thing too. So... I think sometimes whenever couples are planning their weddings, they feel like they're the only people that are in the middle of like this crazy chaos. And then they come to something like this workshop with you where they're all kind of sharing the same point in life. And they make friends. They do. They make friends. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you can make lifelong friends by doing an Amy Wallace workshop. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus. Okay. So then I love it. (laughs) I know your officiant services are also kind of like, they're unique and specialized and you're kind of like a, a storyteller. Is that what I've, is that the yeah, adjective I've heard? I, I am a storyteller tell for sure. That's actually how why, I started. Yeah. Tell us more about why that. Uh, so my brother was getting married um, in 2016 and he asked me to plan his wedding for him. So I said, okay. And in that planning process, I, everything I wanted, everything to be special. And then I got to the officiant and I was like, well, wait a minute. 
who's going to do that? Like, you know, they're not religious. They don't really go to church. Are we just going to hire someone we don't know? Like, what does that look like? I'd never even really looked at what that looked like before. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, huh, I guess I'll do that too. So I got ordained online. I was like, I'm going to create this really personal, special ceremony for him. And, you know, so I did. And it was painstaking and laborious and took me forever. And, um, but it was beautiful and I was really good at it and I really loved it. And so from that, other people started saying, Hey, I didn't know you did this and I never expected you to be good at it, which, you know, it's kind of a thanks <laughs> to your family, but, um, but so you I were started doing everyone's weddings. <laughs> yeah. So it just became this thing that I did. And it, uh, I don't know. I, I was like, well, I never even knew it was a thing. Right. And then I was like, I also never knew I was going to love this so much. So I just was like, I'm going to create, like I figured out how to do it. And I'm going to create a way to, to replicate that with other people so that they have something special. And everybody's not going to the same wedding that they just went to last week. Right. So your ceremony is not going to sound the same as your cousin's brother's sister's ceremony last Saturday. So it's they're so much fun and it you know the couple I ask them questions and really I ask them not to even talk about the questions not to even say what the questions are because inevitably by saying this is one of the questions someone's going to have input to that question and so then their perspective gets uh, you know um it clouds the judgment or the perspective of the other person. Mm -hmm. So I want them to answer the questions totally independently. So I get their unique perspective in their answer. And, you know, a couple's in the same relationship, but, but they each see it through their own eyes. So they have their own unique perspective. So when I take those perspectives and I blend them together in a way that they've never even heard that story told. So it's a blending of their two voices telling the story of their love journey. And it's beautiful. I have couples all the time, you know, like listening as if they don't know what's going to happen next. But one couple was like, I was on the edge of my seat through the whole ceremony. Like, oh, my gosh, what's next? And I kept having to remind myself, oh, this is us. This Aww. is my love story. <laughs> you know, or they'll say, I didn't know you felt that way. Or what? That's not how that happened. <laughs> I mean, they have reactions right there, which is so much fun. That's adorable. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's just you, like for you to create this story, you just sit down with them on multiple occasions, one occasion. So um, we sit down on, on one occasion together where we do the wedding workshop and we're, and during the wedding workshop, we are going to talk about every single detail of the wedding day. I want to know like their big vision, wedding dream vision of their day. I want to know who are the people that are going to be part of that and why they've chosen those people. And by hearing those stories from them, it tells me a lot about them as individuals and as a couple and what's important to them. And we'll talk about like what they want in their ceremony, what they absolutely do not want as part of their ceremony, which is equally and sometimes more important than what they do want. Um, and then after that, I send them questions. So they get lots of time to play with their answers and to, you know, add to them. Couples all the time will like, start with the answer and then they'll be like oh yeah I forgot about this thing and then they'll go add more stuff to it and you know so they have those questions that's not a conversation that's a 
a, a form that they fill out um, and then send back to me. Okay. That makes sense. Um, Man, I had a question in there, and now I forgot. Oh, you have mentioned, like, a non-denominational couple, or you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how you started yeah. this thought process. I think that's another thing that kind of makes you uh, special, is that you, you're kind of open to anybody's thoughts and ideas on that. Um, yeah, I'm more than kind of open. I'm completely open. <laughs> so I, I really want the ceremony to be unique to the couple. So if there's something, if, you know, if they want to do something crazy and outlandish, I'm in, let's do it. Um, if they are religious, you know, I went, I went on and got my bachelor's in ministry through the university of metaphysics and I'm almost finished with my master's. So I can do lots of things. I'm open to lots of different things. I do a ton of blended faith ceremonies as well. Um, and then there's plenty of them that, you know, they're not particularly religious, but their family is. So we'll weave some religion in. And then, you know, those people that just want to get married in the park and want no religion whatsoever involved in their ceremony or whatever it is, I, I'll do it all. I really like it that you're able to kind of feel out and, and hear from the couple what all is important to them, what's important to their family, um, and what things they want brought into that and be able to accommodate all of those things at once. That's pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, like, I, even with my brothers, I was saying, I forgot about, well, wait, what's the ceremony going to look like? The ceremony is the reason that we're there. That's they're getting married and that's it. And it's so often overlooked. But for me, I'm like, you know, that's the most important piece of the entire day. That's when you're actually getting married. Right. So why would we make that any less important than anything else? So I want to spend just as much time on that ceremony as, you know, maybe a florist would creating a beautiful, you know, flowers, you know, whatever it is, like I'm going to invest all of myself into that ceremony because that's why they're there. It's one, it's like the ceremony is the one time that I feel like people get really emotional if it's like <laughs> actually telling their story and you, I love ceremonies where I feel like I learn a little bit more about the person. Cause obviously with us photographing weddings for years, um, you know, you kind of get to know the couple, but if you have a really good officiant, like by time you leave there, you've learned so much more about them and their personalities and why they're together. And I don't know, the ceremony is a super special thing, or it can be ran through really fast and really, yeah. really leave you with not feeling much of anything other than, okay, they're married and everyone just wants to get to the party. So, um, and a really good officiant makes such a huge difference in the, in setting the whole mood for the rest of the day. Yeah. And keeping yes, it focused on them. Begins. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I love it whenever there's a great I love officiate. it because people will be laughing and crying. Yes. And yes. I mean, they just, everyone, and not just the couple, but the guests as well. Like, they're all really engaged in these ceremonies. It's, so it's a lot of fun. Some of the best ones are the ones where, like, the officiant knows something, and then the whole audience just starts cracking up. Because <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're in on a little bit of what you've said, and they know that part of that person, and then everyone just starts dying laughing because they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I love it. Oh, I'm, you do such a great job. We've always been so impressed with, with you and what you're capable of doing oh, at weddings. Thank you. So, yeah. I can tell you, the very, you the very first wedding that I did with her, 
I had never done anything with her before, but the way that she does it and the way that she explained with the story and what's next, um, everybody was crying. Literally. <laughs> Bride, groom, Aww. their kid, like everybody <laughs> yeah. was crying. Oh, I know. That. I remember that picture. Is that so, what the little boy was wiping away yeah. the tear? Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, there really is something to say about the process and how you make the ceremony such an important thing to you because the last thing you want is somebody that just gets up there and reads off of a script that they got off the internet. Yeah. yeah, That Not can just good. be done pretty quickly, yeah. you know? You know, um, it's, it's so hard for me because there are those couples that are like, well, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't really want that. And I will do that. I will send them two or three templates and let them choose one and, and do a ceremony that has no personalization, but it is, almost gut-wrenching to me every time I'm like oh it would have just taken a little bit more to make this so much more special and I I don't even think they realize what they're missing by rushing out of there um so yeah yeah, yeah absolutely I want to I want to go to a wedding now <laughs> I want to I learn about all the people and what makes their relationship special and I don't know it sounds kind of cool Cause I am, I'm used to like the, mm-hmm. the cookie cutter. Yep. I don't think I've ever gotten to go to one that Amy has officiated. Yeah. She does a really good job. Out. Come on, Meg. I'm missing out. You need to introduce me to your people so they'll invite me to their wedding. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to come to a workshop I'll- so I can make friends. So I get invited to the wedding. That's how it's going to go down. I'll send you the video of my daughter's wedding. It was fantastic. How long ago was that? August. That was I was like, like it wasn't, it wasn't very long ago. Yeah, not to get no. off topic, but I'm glad. Are you through it? Are you? Was it amazing? It was amazing, yes. Aww. And I wasn't sure I was going to make it through it that day. <laughs> you need to yes, offer like amazing. parents of the couple all workshops also. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a thing for sure. Oh, it should be. It should be. <laughs> it, family coaching because you know lots of family here. drama. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think we kind of covered like a lot of what you do and what is cool about it. Amy, what have I missed? Yeah. Nothing. Mm. I'm, this is amazing. We didn't miss a thing. Yeah. What is, what (laughs) you may not, what's the S stand for? What? Oh, in my name? Yes. It stands for, it's Suzanne, but I mean, I just early, it's so funny you asked that Adam because earlier today I was like, has to make that S mean something different than my middle name. But amywallace.com was taken. So oh. <laughs> that He's actually is a little bit of insight because everywhere you're Amy S. Wallace. And I'll, I'm like yes. thinking, is Amy or I, I don't know. Just, it's it's the Michael J. Fox thing. It's, it's all Michael good. You don't ask. You're just like, it's Amy S. Wallace. Amy she S. signs her yeah. name. I don't know if she does. Amy S. Wallace. You should sign it. Amy S. Wallace. When you <laughs> I inter- do. I do. When you introduce yourself to people, do you go, hi, I'm Amy S. Wallace? I do now. And I didn't used to, but since I, you know, I'm like, well, I have to brand myself. And if they forget the S, they won't find me. So everywhere I go, I'm Amy S. Wallace. Super yeah. smart. Just sounds more legit. Amy S. Wallace. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. sound like somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I do too now. Not that I didn't before, but now I really like it. Mm -hmm. I I really tried to name, as you guys know, I tried to give my business like a different name, but no one, like it just wouldn't stick. It's just, 
it kind of just needs to be you because you you are the business Mm -hmm. so it just it makes the most sense you're you're the talent behind it and you keep like evolving so yeah why why pigeonhole yourself to a name you just you are you just are you're amy s wallace That's right. Dang right. (laughs) So clearly we've pointed out if you want to find Amy S. Wallace, you'll be needing to search for Amy S. Wallace. (laughs) What's your like website and Instagram and how do people get a hold of you if they want to like start the process? Well, it is Amy S. Wallace.com or Amy S. Wallace on Facebook or Amy S. Wallace on Instagram, you know. Or just Amy F. Wallace on Venmo if you want to send me a retainer. Nice. <laughs> yes. Nice. You just want to head out to head out your front door and shout out, Amy S. Wallace. You'll just it's like a yeah. bat signal. You'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I tell people all the time you can call me, text me, email me, send a smoke signal. I'm slower <laughs> with those, but I will respond. I do think you, you need know. to end that with or Venmo me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just spend money. Just spend It'll be fine. Oh my gosh! Spend money. I'll ask you what it's for. Yep. (laughs) So, how can people get in contact with you, Amy S. Wallace? Well, my Venmo is. (laughs) That's how they can get in contact. That's the best way to get my attention. Send me a Venmo. Oh my gosh! I love that. I'm gonna try that. Oh my gosh. It has been amazing talking to you today, Amy S. Wallace. So fun. It has Thank been fun. you. Yes. Thank you. All right. We'll see you soon. Okay. Have Bye. a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Metropolitan Weddings Engaged Podcast. Be sure to click subscribe so you are notified when our new episodes drop. For more information and to get connected with merchants for your wedding, visit metropolitanweddings.com. You'll find information on upcoming wedding shows, access to our blog, Facebook, and IG. Also, look for the latest issue of Metropolitan Weddings on newsstands near you. Email any questions or suggestions for topics to hello at metropolitanweddings.com.